Uh, All right, folks. So uh, we are having some technical difficulties here, and as you can see, we're back to the old school layout. Um, Zach's using his his like Xbox Live headset, and I'm using this uh, blue snowball uh, piece of shit. And that's, Zach just closes closes closet like the old school. <laughs> there Dude, this, you go. this is bringing me back to episode three, baby. I like it. I like it. Let's, let's open the blinds a little bit. Get some. <laughs> Some ambiance. Some ambiance. Yeah, that looks really good. Yeah, um, you can see out the window there, can't you? It's very, uh, it's nice, isn't it? You're doxing yourself. I can see your address on your front porch. Wow, or, look at that. Look, you yeah. can see that I have ADT. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, Jesus, not too bad, man. It's been a, it's been a day. It's been a good, good, good day. What about you? You do anything about it? Okay. Um. Yeah, I went to. I'm, I'm working out with a trainer as part of my weight loss program thing. So really, what did you guys do today? Beating my ass. Uh, actually, t second t today was our second session. So we just did a bunch of uh, abs, core strength stuff, <clears throat> and like squatting. And I, I was telling the guy, I was like, I have always been terrible at squat. There's not one time in my life when I've been good at squat uh, <laughs> through high school, through college. I like I. The entire time I played football, I was able to bench more than I could squat, which is uh, unusual, some would say. So anyway, it's, it's always been it's always been painful and Are you brutal. a planker? No one's a planker. I mean, people that are super fit are, but fat people the, are not plankers. I was I won the uh, for well, you know, we had three workout groups at at school when we were in football doing school. Yeah, I was the one that made it to the end. I was I I, oh, uh, I won our group one time. Yeah, I can't remember how long. Oh. I think it was. Because you know the coaches, they like walk around you and they're like, "Don't bend your neck, get your butt out of the air," yeah. blah blah blah. It's brutal. So you, obviously, it's not like it's not fake planks, but I think it was five minutes and thirty seconds or something like that. I held Holy it. Holy shit, dude! And I, I can barely do one. That's really impressive. I don't even know. I I don't even know if I'd be able to go a minute these days. Honestly, you have a lot more real estate to plank. Though I mean you're oh yeah that's a that's a lot of that's a long body that you've got to hold up I don't have that I've got <laughs> physics working for me yeah but more so than I do but less so than these little twigs and oh twigs yeah of course fucking, oh of course. yeah I can do like eight minutes it's insane but I'm surprised you did five that's or impressed I should say yeah no I was probably me I was surprised too it was it was sure will it was sheer sure will sheer will. Look, I've got my uh, I've got my uniform on that I wear. I don't know if I've ever worn one of them pod, but I covered up the name of my company with some fancy duct tape. So. Hey, very nice. Uh, this is for for the folks shirts. at home that don't know. This is called fire retardant clothing. So, can I yeah. model it a little bit? Harvey, you know what fire retardant clothing is? It's pretty self-explanatory. They make it just for you. <laughs> so, in the plants, you're required to wear these every day, even in the hot. Texas, Houston, humid summer. Um, every day that you walk into a plant, most facilities require you to wear it. So basically all it is is it's made of a material that resists or retards fire. <laughs> um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of plants call it uh, fucking retarded clothes. Cause oh, that's fun. Yeah, because their short term is FRCs, so people call them fucking retarded clothes. So. Yeah, like the BFG, like that's mm -hmm. classic. Any mm -hmm. three letters thing is, is automatically. Well, there's got to be one for FBI and CIA, like an inside joke. The female body yeah. inspector. There it is. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure, there, sure there's one for like you know inside baseball if you actually work there. Hey, oh, those queers over at the CIA, the fucking California Institute of Assholes or whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's got to be one for the CIA. It has to be something. It has to be something for like country. In uh, oh, I've got know. one. I got one. I got one. What is it? What is it? Central Intelligence Agency. That's pretty good. I wonder yeah. if they might pick that up. That's not bad, right? Let's <laughs> say. All right. So, <laughs> I want to say sorry, terrible everyone. Joke. <laughs> I want to I, I want to say sorry everyone for the sound quality for last episode and also my. Why are you apologizing? Uh, we're we're getting worse. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Are you gonna? Is this gonna be a recurring apology or something? We're just gonna apologize. We're gonna start, we're gonna start every episode from this point forward. We're just apologizing for our podcast. Like right. I'm sorry I'm for gonna, what you're about to endure. I'm gonna hold the microphone just for appearance's sake. Now my it's, microphone stand didn't come in. So I guess it doesn't matter, but I still don't have it. So for the folks at home, both Zach and I. If anyone have any, has any insight out there, we would love to hear this. Zach and I have bought the same microphone and the same condenser, and both of them are have this low buzz when you start. When, as soon as you press record, it goes in the background. It's like a, a low whir, like a fan or something, but it's constant. And so usually that's the mic gain, which is Zach's good friend. Um, the, that's <laughs> like my a, gain. a setting. A setting you can change, and so we've changed it. It doesn't affect it. So Google has said this is boring, but Google has said this is boring. What are we doing? We can't. We, who cares? Anyway, if anyone, if anyone, hey, has, if any anybody has any free high quality audio equipment, <laughs> uh, please post in the comments, and we'll get with you directly so you can send it to us. Uh, maybe we can return these pieces of shits and get different ones. Is it too late? Maybe maybe you should do like I know your your main channel is like you know comedy reviews and movies and all that stuff, but maybe you should do like a like a random review of this stuff. Just say one star. Yeah, just see what happens. You know, make some. You know, you're always looking for content ideas, and that's uh-huh. what the people want. That's what the people want, Harvey. <laughs> this is what they want. See that you you already did half of it right there. You led with it, so we're good. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Well, I hope this one sounds better than last. Like last episode's abysmal. It's like brutal. So I mean, this is, hopefully this will be better. This just sounds like uh, episode three and four, which is shitty, but not. Which is know. our most viewed uh, podcast, by the way. So there you go. There maybe. you go. All right. Maybe, maybe. So, what's going on with the uh, wedding? How's that coming? It's going well, dude. I just met with Nick and Krista. Uh, Shouts out to them. They're uh, loyal listeners. We love you. Um, Hi, Nick and Krista. Don't yeah, know you. We, I don't think <laughs> we love you guys. I actually went. So, I was I was debating. I don't know if you know this. I was debating going to A and M. It was A and M or Southwestern for me. Go to A and M. Don't play football. Go to Southwestern. Do play football. So, I think your uh, life would turn out a lot different if you went to A and M. Hugely different. And I was interestingly enough, I was. I was of the mindset in high school that I wanted to go to a big college and kind of get lost in the crowd a little bit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you being did an the introvert. exact opposite of that, by the way. I don't know if you know That's that. That's right. I'm aware of that, yeah. <laughs> so I did the exact opposite of that, um, which turned out well. You know, I met this fucker. But, uh, <laughs> but I went to A&M, uh, A&M to visit when, when Nick was there and did like a uh, – just like hung out with him for a weekend. <clears throat> it was a lot of fun. And um, – I don't have a story or anything. I, don't, I just thought I'd mention that. What was, it was the, a good we, time. Like, what did you think of the campus? Like, was it uh, huge or? Huge. I mean, at that we time did... it would have been 2012, which was was that during Johnny Manziel? Yeah, I think it was. Yes, it was. As a matter yeah. of fact, I, that, that's one of my memories is that we went to the midnight yell uh, the night before the game, which is a literally like midnight. The whole place gets packed with students, and they do these chants and things. And there's all A and M's kind of like a cult a little bit. Like, a, it's it, very it's a cult. it's cultish behavior, and mm-hmm. they have all these different hand signals and shouts like that uh each of the classes have so if you're if you're a freshman and you do like the sophomore or junior hand thing you're you're gonna get like 
roasted at the stake or something like they, they don't allow it they so brand you yeah so you have to have like a, a specific thing that you do and nick nick was showing like okay those are the seniors over there you can tell because they're doing this thing and then uh the juniors are over there because they're doing the, the, the one of these you know <coughs> so that was fun but uh who, who the... decide who like who like comes up with like <coughs> Do people like get together and vote like we like this and this is what our class is kind of? How does that does that come up organically? Someone starts it's, spazzing out and people start following along when you get in a big group. Is that how that works? That's definitely it's definitely organic, similar to similar to like fashion trends and things just happen over time when your university's uh, six hundred years old or whatever it is. Like that's what happens. <laughs> uh, Harvey, we went to the oldest university in Texas. Excuse you, <laughs> dude. So it's funny because that I was between those two because there's actual debate among people that like a&m is the oldest and i'm like no sir we have it on a technicality <laughs> yes <laughs> we four do colleges four colleges became one university baby but and we the oldest reused one of those the charter <laughs> <laughs> didn't even want to get a new charter just wanted to reuse the original one yeah. from the defunct school what was it so Riversville college right i think that's what it was is that right i actually don't know the four off the top of my head at all but um, i have no idea southwest yeah, shouts out one of them Shouts out to Southwestern. Um, shouts out to A and M. We love you, Aggies, you weirdos. Uh, it's yeah. the largest enrollment, I think. In uh, I don't know if it's the world, but I think it's the largest college enrollment now. If I remember right, that makes sense. I guess it's huge. But and yeah, definitely the, in Texas. The hand signals and everything, and he was uh, he made a point of showing showing. Uh, it was Patrick and I that went, I believe, and we were both. He he, we're walking around campus and he's like, if you say howdy to someone, they'll say they 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 have to say it back. They do say it back. So he's like howdy, and then everyone howdy. So it's just funny. I mean, people in Texas saying howdy because they're cowboys from Texas. (laughs) Cowboy, howdy, how you doing? We went to the game the next day after midnight yell, and the whole stadium just shakes. It's crazy. Kyle Field, I still remember, is what's called, and the the whole place just shakes. It's wild. They had a they actually had an engineering issue back in the day when this i might be mixing up my stories here but i believe it was them because all the all the fans a&m has an engineering issue Hmm. all the all the fans were going back and forth at the same time and the whole stadium was going which is not uh good right so Mm -hmm. they had to they had to space out line by line you're a football guy so i'm sure you know this Mm -hmm. line of fans in front of them are going left and then you go right so then it kind of evens out the Seismic oh, activity. what is that called? There was a. Uh, that's how the Golden Great Bridge, I think, earthquake caused like it, part of it to collapse or something. Because it's interesting. Oh, it's uh, some type of frequency. Anyway, I can I can probably send it to you after so you can. Post Did you it know now? Oh God, I'm posting things. We go back to this here or whatever. <laughs> that's an easy look up. Okay, um, what was I gonna say? Did you know that um, during the building of the Golden Gate Bridge? There, they they discovered uh, accidentally about shit. I'm blanking on what it's called. What's the thing where you go super deep underwater and then come up too quick and die? Oh, um, the, the bends. Yes, so the bends. So they 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 had people that were like going up from the bottom of the structure all the way to the top, right? Uh, quickly, and they were dying, and they were like they had no idea why. So um, they were diving, dying. D-Y-I-N-G. Oh, but they were getting down there by diving? Is that how they were? They were diving to no, build no. the base of the bridge? Not not even underwater. I, I could I could make some things up here, but I want to say like just going up from like the bottom of the thing all the way to the top over and over again, the difference in pressure uh, like, like fucked them up and had people 
uh, dying. So I feel like elevators would cause that issue if it wasn't underwater. Interesting. That's a good point. Is uh, I could be totally wrong here. I could be thinking of a different bridge. I definitely heard this story about a bridge. I might cut this whole thing out if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you definitely need to believe it in. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I want this incorrect information and story to be... All right. We're just feeding our fans misinformation here. Um, anyway, like take it. that, take that, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Take it to your next dinner party. <laughs> Fucking bring that up. Golden Gate Bridge is where they discovered the bins, baby. Oh god, that is <laughs> I like that a lot. You play, I like you, it a lot. You've been playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yes, I have. Uh, roller Coaster. So they remastered Roller Coaster Tycoon, uh, uh, 2017, I think. And I bought it this weekend, and I absolutely love it. I used to play it so all fun. the time when I was a kid. So all the much time. fun. Is it, is it Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, or is it the OG? It's a remaster. It's, so the, the way it's, the description's written in the, like, the game is it's a mash together of the best parts of RC1 and RC2, basically. They put them both together. So it's actually running in the background right now. Um, I needed to check it uh, because I need to pay off my loans because I built a massive uh, park and I used lots of loan money. So I'm letting it accrue while we uh, do this podcast. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. What was your so favorite thing to do in Roller Coaster Tycoon? Did you like to kill like, people, pick, murder, pick, like pick up people and drown them, or what? Yeah. Isn't there like a uh, would, <laughs> there's a Reddit post called Mr. Bones Wild Ride or something? You gotta post. I don't know if if you could post a picture of that here or what you could do, but that yeah, I'll definitely yeah. post it. Mr. Bones yeah. Wild Ride is one of the, is one of the best 4chan memes ever. This guy <laughs> this guy tortured tortured his his NPCs by making this like literally it like like it takes like. 2000 years or something to get through this coaster it's just like literally just just back and forth on a track and it goes like one mile an hour and um they all start off happy it's hilarious because everyone starts off happy and then by like you know month three they're all like i want to get off mr bones this wild ride (laughs) i love the name yeah and what's also great is that if you if you do end up going through the entire thing which literally it literally takes like a thousand years of in-game time and then they they just they get off and the 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 um whatever the the path just takes them right back to the start (laughs) that's right they can't do anything but ride the ride (laughs) there's nowhere to go oh my god i I want to get off mr bones as well Yeah, you just see it like you pull up the chat and there's like 50,000 chats. I want to get off Mr. Bones Wild Ride. Like 50,000 different people are just queuing for this ride. Oh my god. Dude, you have to you have to put right, so I'm assuming your park is like real and you're not you know it's not like a Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing part of the campaign. Like it's the second iteration of the campaign, like the second mission or whatever. I think it's called like Leafy Lakes or something. I didn't even know there was a campaign. That's wild. I never played that. I never I never free played. I always just played the campaign. Interesting. Yeah, I love it. It, it. So it's they, I don't know if you know anything about it, but they set goals. Like you start out with X amount of money. Um, sometimes they'll have like a in this in this one, it's a basically a green area surrounded by a big big lake in the middle. Um, and you have to get like a, you have to finish year three with a park rating of eight hundred. Have to have five hundred people in your park, and I don't know something else. But you have to achieve those goals, otherwise you fail. So hmm. that's and each one is a different campaign or whatever you can only make money from admission or whatever it may be so that's 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 what i'm doing right now for the campaign missions do they scrap your park at the end of the mission and you have to start over so i think what happens if you fail it you can continue playing um but you you don't get any credit for the mission so you have to restart it 
right? But is there sense. like, a, what, I'm thinking of a campaign of le- as like um, levels, you know? So if you complete like a quote unquote level, do they they scrap your park and you have to start over from scratch, or is it all the same park the entire campaign? No. So you've got to uh, if you if you don't complete it, um, you can't. You have to. It's it's there. I think they're most of the ones I've played have been time based. So if you don't complete it with the time, nothing else you do matters. So for you to go back and complete the campaign, you have to start completely over. Interesting. Yeah. So I might download it, dude. I I had download so much fun it. with it back in the day. Just like, like sending like... sending poor people into the fucking lake. <laughs> Just shooting them off into the lake was the best. <laughs> yeah, you can you can pick them up with the little claws. Just drag them around. Here you go. Player blah blah blah, or and actually, I'll have names like Brian H. Yeah, just Jim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> drowning. <laughs> and they just sit there and they're just like, <laughs> Jim D. It is hungry. Jim D. needs to go to the bathroom. Like that's or, what it is. Yeah. And it's always like the 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 uh, Kathy C. Just is, feel, is feeling sick and it's just this pool of vomit on the ground. I remember those little pools of vomit. <laughs> yeah, they're always outside the roller coaster every single time. You're just like. Your park is insane. Your litter is untidy. Please fix your park. <laughs> blah 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 blah. That's good stuff. Yeah, you definitely should, it's like ten bucks, dude. You should definitely get it. It's awesome. Right, you have a PC, right? You have a gaming PC or what? I got a gaming laptop. It, it does it does well enough. I still have. I downloaded uh, Harry Potter. Did you? Have Hogwarts. you played it? I played it for ten minutes and I was like. Mm. So here's the thing about me is. Did I, you I, get through like the intro? Because once you I get got, through that, it's open world. I, I, I got all the way through the intro. I just started the open world aspect of it, and I just I haven't picked it up since then. I have a thing about with games, which is that I I need like I need to force myself into Instant? the no no oh, okay. I need to force yeah. myself to get through the 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 the, the, the what the weird starting phase of a game where it's not grabbing me quite yet. You you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And once I this it, every, it happens with every single game. I, I don't like it, or I'm bored, or I don't really feel it for the first hour, hour and a half-ish. And then once I push through that uh, barrier, it'll grab me, and then I'll be thinking about it a lot. Like, oh, my the best feeling in the world is thinking about a game when you're at work, like or, like, thinking about... From, it doesn't happen to me often. It's so like, Breath of the Wild is, like, my number one think about it yeah. at work thing. I should have played like, it. I need to play it. Oh, it's so good. Do you have a Switch? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. We used to play it, but the- we, we should... We should play Super Smash Bros. sometime. We used to play all the time. We should. You kick my ass. I'm certain of it. I haven't played in a long time, dude. I haven't uh, played since we remember we used to play multiplayer like in 2019. We played. We played Melee for the longest. So what was funny is I. Uh, I went to. How did it work? I used to beat the shit out of my little brothers at Melee. And then I went to college and played like casually with you and like drunk, play, whatever, like three in the morning, for 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 a while. And then I came back from college and Patrick had gotten into the competitive scene, so he is a uh, god at melee now, and no one no one can touch him. He's like he's, is he, he knows, really? Like, he knows like wave dashing and like all that shit that that the pros do, where they're like yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. So I, the only reason I know is because of him. So he's like super into it. He watches streams all the time. He's like constantly. He knows all the pro players. He is into it. So um, hmm. uh, he will just absolutely destroy. Anyone what does he that play he on plays. Switch? No, no melee GameCube. Oh, okay. So he's he's GameCube. Wow. Did they did Melee's... they make melee for Switch or no? So so no melee is the GameCube version of Super Smash Bros. and it is the most competitive of all of all of them. The only the That's reason the for one that... we used to play. That's the one. We That's played. right. So we played the competitive one uh, accidentally, just because it's the one we had access to. We played uh, on a Wii. Did we? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I had a Wii. We would hook it up to GameCube controllers. How do we play though? Because was it on the? It must have been on the on the shop or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh no, you can play GameCube games on the Wii. Duh. Yeah, yeah. You just. We, yeah, yeah. I think you you brought the CD and I had a Wii. Cool. That's right. CD. Yeah. You fucking boomer. What? I mean, what? Oh, disc. Sorry. That's what it was. It was a disc, right? It's tiny. It's not a CD. It's like this big. Oh my god. Micro CD. <laughs> MCD. Got a micro penis for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now you throw them out there, you know. Sometimes, sometimes they don't quite work. <laughs> I just like the the failure reaction. That's even better. <laughs> I knew when I said micro that it was over. <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. Perfect setup. All right. Do you, would you like to read the next uh, bullet point for me? Because this is a this is a big one. Uh oh! Better call Saul debate. I didn't even see this. <laughs> I stuck so, it in at the last. So second. the debate the, for the oh, folks home, the oh, debate here is yeah. uh, is Breaking Bad better than Better Call Saul, and which one is the actual better uh, show? So Harvey, I'll let you start us off. Yeah, so I'll start out. That's not what the Better Call Saul debate is. Zach <laughs> is is, uh, is experiencing cope. So what's happening here is is Zach is is, is just terrified of what's what's of what's coming because he knows that his position is insane and childish and embarrassing. Uh, so here's here's the Better Call Saul debate. Better Call Saul is a TV show that exists in the world. Great TV and show, by the way. Excellent TV show. Some would say better than Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is my all-time favorite show. Better Call Saul is also my all-time favorite show. They are literally Bravo the same. Vince. Events. <laughs> they're literally like the same level of quality they're, they're both 10 out of 10 best tv ever gets in my opinion i like better call saul a hair more than breaking bad like they are that they're both is that excellent. recency bias or why i just so here's after after the better call saul is it finale, bob odenkirk after the after the finale ended so here's breaking bad has higher highs but mm-hmm. but saul is so consistently great it, has, it doesn't have the highest of highs that Breaking Bad has, but it's so consistently great. Like, Breaking Bad has lower lows, too. Right, like the Fly. I like the Fly episode, but that's, that's a controversial take. You like the episode. Fly episode? What? I do. It's a con- controversial take. Yeah, I do. I, so I, I used to hate it. so boring. I used to skip it, but um, I, it's, it's, it's great. It's a, in hindsight, it's great. And when you're binging the series, it works perfectly. The problem that if people had is because they were waiting week to, waiting week to week and it's like insane season four drama and uh and then we take it we take an episode we take 45 minutes to go kill a fly like it's silly so anyway here's the debate folks and i need your input on this because i need to i i think i'm uh dealing with someone who's not mentally well or something so zach loves breaking lots bad. of copium zach loves breaking bad okay and he is unwilling to start better call saul i've started it started it by the way Un- unwilling to commit to watching better call saul but it's not because he doesn't have the time it's not because he's like doesn't think it's going to be good it's because he knows it's going to be good and he doesn't want it to be over that's accurate yeah i i, I know once i start it i'll never be able to watch it again for the first time and once it's over it'll be done that's really really bizarre thinking to me like i, I just don't i can't wrap my head How did around you describe it? it in the text much like it's almost childish it's childish it's it's okay so here's the thing here's the thing it's like it's like it's like holding uh your hands up and be like no 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 like it's it, it, the show is over the show has concluded all of it's on netflix now it's like there's nothing you can do to make it not over you know what i mean but to, you're preventing yourself oh i can do i'm doing something right now it's not over <laughs> That thing is going to continue. I'm going to watch it when I'm 50. I can't wait. 
But it's so like like you could die, you could get hit by a truck tomorrow, and you, then you will have never experienced this amazing piece of art. Like what is what is the holdup? Like the so I, I texted this, and I want I want to read this verbatim because this is this is uh, truly wild. All right, hold unequivocally, on. unequivocally. All right. <laughs> so I said this is a question mark sentence. The vague promise of one day maybe enjoying something that has ended is better than actually enjoying it? Question mark. And Zach said unequivocally. <laughs> I like what? that word choice there. I, I like that. <laughs> what is the thinking? What is the thinking? Tell me, like that's it. You... I mean, I, I just, I, I, some of it is laziness. I'll give you that. I just don't want to invest mm. the time and the mental mm -hmm. capacity to watch it. That's but I also don't is. want it to be over. I don't want it to be over. And I, I granted, I'm on a rewatch of Breaking Bad right now. This is going to be Breaking Bad, technically probably two rewatch. So I definitely could be watching Better Call Saul right now. There would be no issue doing it. So. I guess it's just delayed gratification is what I'm looking for here, honestly. But it's not delayed because you don't have any plans of ever doing it. It's not like you're saying that you're writing. Oh, yeah, writing... I've got plans. I've got plans. No, you don't. <laughs> you do not have plans. You want to live in this fantasy world where, where it's still happening and it's still there and it's still always available. But it's like, it, 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 here's, here's what, okay, so let's say that you haven't seen Breaking Bad. You just heard great things. You never had that experience before you started watching it. That's this is true. before before Saul even started. You, Breaking Bad existed, and you heard good things, so you went to go watch it. Yeah, yeah, What's I watched the it with you. Uh, I guess because I know it's already good, and I've already watched fifty percent of the universe. That you know, I I can go grab it. I want it. I'm ready, but not ready yet. So weird, man. It's an interesting case. It's not like I do that. I guess it's not like I would wait to go see John Wick four, but. I don't. I don't know why I'm having this issue with Better Call Saul. Maybe because it's just such a, a long time input. I don't know. I really don't know. But it's, it's still the, out there for me. Do you have this? Do you, have you experienced this with other other TV shows? Hmm. No, because I don't really watch a lot of TV. This is probably the only one I've done this on ever. And it's kind of an interesting case. It's not like you have multiple universes with a show. Uh, you know, two different shows that are in the same universe that I have access to watching independently. You know, that's pretty. I feel like it's a pretty rare case, right? Uh, yes, very rare and very odd. Um, so here's 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 another point. I watched El Camino. Too. Yeah, but El Camino's dog shit compared to Saul. <laughs> El Camino's the worst of the three projects by far. Uh, Why is so Todd here's... so fat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, dude. So by the way, have you have you heard the actors? The actors. Uh, God, I forgot the guy's name. But you know what we're talking about? The guy who plays Todd. He's a, he's like yeah. a huge star now. Yeah. He's a leading man, even though he's ugly, and he looks a lot like Fat Damon. Or I fucked it up. He looks a lot like Matt Damon, and so the, his <laughs> Fat his... Damon. <laughs> That. Yeah, his his thing online is Fat Damon, which is hilarious. But then he's uh, dude, he's married to Kristen Dunst. Who uh, do you know who she is? She, she did uh, really, uh, yeah, yeah. She's in uh, the Good Place or whatever. Maybe, but she's no. I might have said Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. She's a redhead in in Spider Man. Oh wait, wait, maybe yeah, maybe I have it wrong. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yellow, yeah. Kristen. God. Oh yeah, Something. I'm thinking of Kristen Bell. Yes, Kristen Dunst. Kirsten Dunst is uh, she's Mary Jane in Spider Man. She's been huh. in a bunch of stuff but yeah she, he's married to her so i mean she dude's got game just like him <laughs> their faces are very similar just kind That's of weird. off kilter a little odd huh that is funny when's the last time she was in something i don't even recognize i don't even see anything here the last time i saw her 
was um, The Power of the Dog, which is a boring-ass Oscar movie from a couple years oh, yeah. ago. yeah, that says 2021. Yeah, good call. Yeah. What were you getting at? Oh, yeah, back to, back to this insane debate of yours. So here's, here's another maybe point for you. You are on your third rewatch of, of Breaking Bad. I've seen it yeah. three, maybe four times. And after Saul, after Saul ended uh, and I watched the finale live, I was like, well, that was fucking amazing. One of the best pieces of television I've ever seen. And then I was like, well, let's do the whole thing over again. And then I was like, wait What'd a minute. What should you start with? What I, what I should do is watch Saul first and then yeah. watch Breaking Bad and then watch El Camino to, to, to cap it off. Yeah. So Saul, Saul first because it's the prequel, um, and then went, went straight into Breaking Bad, and it's so much fun because uh, Saul, the character, is not in the first season and a half of Breaking Bad, so when he, he shows up for the first time, I'm like, oh shit, let's fucking go! <laughs> Jimmy McGill, dude, he's here! So, um, so go ahead. Oh, and also, this is, not a, this is not a spoiler, I just want to say. This is an, okay. another, maybe, I'm just going to try to push you in the right direction here. Okay. The... There's a lot of post-Breaking Bad stuff in Saul. Okay. Huh. Interesting. So there's stuff that happens in. So uh, after... that's, that was going to be my question. Um, yeah. Is there a way to mash the two series together? So I did can, it. So you can stair-step between the two shows? You could do it. Okay. I didn't know that. There's, so there's there's pieces of uh, – I don't want to give too much away, but there's the pieces of, of Saul that are – that you had to like rip out of the episode – but yeah. I didn't do that. I just did. <clears throat> you, you you can watch Saul up to a point, and then you can watch all of Breaking Bad, and then you can finish Saul at the end, which is exactly what I did. Huh? And then El Camino, El Camino happens b- between those two things. So Breaking Bad, then El Camino, because it's El Camino is immediately the end of after. Call Saul. And then yeah. the end of Better Call Saul. And it's it's so it was so 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 much fun, so satisfying. It took a long time, but it was great. It's just so great. And so here's should, the point. You I, post like a list, like of, of it's, how it's, you watch them. There's not. It's not that complicated. It's not like um, book four and five of Game of Thrones where you have to like go chapter by chapter. It's not that at all. It's you watch ninety right. percent of Saul and then the ten percent at the at the very end just goes after okay. Breaking Bad. Yeah, okay. Uh, I will say, uh, here's another thing. This is, you're on your third rewatch of Breaking Bad, right? Second you could half. second whatever. Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. just put this into your rotation. Well, first you'd get an incredible experience because you're watching an, like one of the best shows ever made. For the first time, and you have all these right. surprises to look forward to, and then you can just have it in your repertoire for for comfort rewatches like Breaking Bad is. Here's the other issue, uh, and, and a lot of a lot of it comes from this too. Chase doesn't like it, and I'm around her quite a bit for obvious reasons. So that also changes it a little bit for me. Okay, what is so, that? So here's the here's the reasoning on that. Chase doesn't like the show, and when I start a show, I want to watch it fairly regularly but i know if, if i do that she's gonna want want to watch her show or not see that and watch something else while we're together obviously something yeah, yeah. that we can watch together but she doesn't want to be a part of it so that is also part of my hesitation because i want to watch it semi uninterrupted and i know i'm gonna have to take large breaks when i watch it but she likes breaking bad no what she does not like breaking bad uh-uh. oh okay so then yeah. but, but you're rewatching breaking bad right now despite that but I'm rewatching it slowly because I've already seen it. I just watch it when I have time. So okay. I've, it's it's I've been watching Breaking Bad for four months. 
Okay, I understand. But the, so then that, the argument is is invalid. That doesn't mean anything because both you, both shows are are in the same boat as far as your girlfriend. Your girlfriend doesn't like either. Yeah, of she them. doesn't care for him. But <laughs> I'm also holding off because I don't want to watch it yet, and it'd be, it'd be over. <laughs> Everything else that it's you a say couple, is... there's there's a couple of like ex- extenuating factors to this. Sure, but the most the biggest one is that you don't want it to be over, even though it is literally over. It's not over. In your in your silly little head. In my universe, it's still <laughs> so they're, insane. They they haven't uh, they haven't even shot season three yet. That's really wild. Anyway, I would love to hear. How many seasons are there? Six. Oh wow, I've got a long time. I'm going on season <laughs> two. I I got plenty. I'm good. Probably should just start it from the beginning and watch those episodes. That's and then what when I, I get to where I haven't seen, I'll just stop and and shelve it again. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's not insane behavior at all. It's totally rational, yeah, completely no, it's, normal, rational, not childish. Normal no, yeah, it's, absolutely it's not. insane. Anyway, uh, please weigh in in the comments. Who who is uh, in in the right here? Who's the insane person and who's the rational one? Who's who's keeping their hands over their eyes at reality and who's like you know living in it? Definitely me. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> one vote for me. Thanks, folks. <laughs> Thank you very all much. Right. All right, let's move on. Well, here, folks, it's been a long time, but we have. Do you want to? Do you want to? What <laughs> in that ass? Ba-da-ba-da-ba-da. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What's in That Ass. It is the podcast game show where I, Sax Grogan, select a image, and I let Harvey guess. The image happens to be an X-ray of something that somebody has shoved in their rectal cavity. Harvey, are you ready to play? I am pulling up uh, the last time we did this. It's been it's been a couple episodes actually. Um, so Harvey, if you look in the uh, folks at home uh, iCloud uh, yes. notes, the picture is there for your viewing. Excellent. Give me just a minute so we can pull up because we, we need to we need to close out the last one before we do this. All right, folks, <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna follow up on uh, uh, what's in that ass from a couple <laughs> weeks ago here. And this is from episode 12, so uh, uh, eagle-eyed viewers will, will recognize that we haven't had this in a minute, but um, here we are, and this we're is doing it. episode 16, right? I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah, 16. God, you need some milk. Ugh. <laughs> Add to the list of childish bullshit. Milky, milky, milk. You need to get lots of milk. Oh, boy. All right, so here we go. This is from episode 12. Uh, the photo is here. And it's just for the audio listeners. It's like a, I mean, it looks like an egg. And this is also a uh, an interesting one because you used AI, you used ChatGPT to come up with these answer choices. Uh, remember right. this, folks? <laughs> We're bringing That's it right. back. So <laughs> I these... used AI to do the last one too, but it, I picked this for episode thirteen. We just didn't have time. So the okay. answer choices I'm going to give you today are also ChatGPT. Interesting. So All right. Yeah. All right. So here's here's it is. Right, your four choices for this egg shaped figure are one, looks like your butt has taken up rock collecting as a hobby. Two, you've got a surprise Kinder surprise toy in there. <laughs> Explanation for <laughs> I love this. I love the surprise yeah. surprise. Uh, three, seems like you've accidentally sat on a stress ball. Or four, seems like the chicken put the egg in the wrong spot. Uh, I don't remember what I chose. I chose uh, my 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 reasoning was uh, a Kinder surprise toy. Uh, seems like something you could shove up into an asshole. You know, it's plastic. It's like it's not quite as malleable as like a stress ball or whatever the other options are. So, I chose Kinder surprise toy. Surprise toy. And Zach, 
Was I correct? You are incorrect. It is oh an egg. Oh, my God. It's just it an egg? It happens to be an... I don't know how. I don't have a backstory. I don't know how. I'm assuming they had to freeze the egg or hard-boil it and then freeze it, maybe. Or maybe it was just hard-boiled. But I still feel like it takes... Unless you've got a, a really loose personality, um, I feel like that a hard-boiled egg would not be able to make the transit in its egg shape you know i feel like you there'd be a lot of losses along the way so it is I'm, an yeah. egg and i I'm don't know how extremely surprised by that yeah that's that's a yeah wow i mean again you have to hard, hard boil it or maybe maybe just, maybe just a soft boil will do the job i mean an egg's pretty <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those it's going to a soft place yeah have you seen those uh those videos of people cr- trying to crush an egg in their in their palm and it's have, not doable yeah. because like of the structural integrity or something maybe it's something to do with that the physics. Like, yeah, they have to put it in sideways, like with like one side and then the I other. I guess this you know? person would know, you know, and they got evaluated by some learned doctors too. So, but this what is if also it stayed so, intact on the on the removal. It's so interesting to me that, like, I mean, maybe it's just hard to pass anything that's not shit because, like, it, an egg shaped thing seems like it, you should be able to shit it out, right? I I don't understand any of these things. I don't know why they're stuck. The whole the whole. I mean, it's supposed to leave. And right? the muscles move things to the exit continually. Especially Everything like else is, is going to the exit, you know? Why, like t- why? Turds are kind of circular. How does that not just get shot out? Why would you go to the hospital? Just just fucking take a dump. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Fascinating stuff, folks. Fascinating stuff. All right. Well, here we go. This is uh, this is the lesson that asked for, for today. The poster, or the, the photo will be here. Oh, and do you want to? Well, uh, you've got the answer choices right above that. But do you? Would you like to take a guess before looking at the answer choices? Well, I'd like to describe it for the for our dear audio listeners. So mm-hmm. it yeah, looks so there. It's a gigantic object. Uh, it's coming coming right from the. I understand the, why this might not come out. You know, comparing it to an egg. <laughs> this, one, <laughs> this one I understand. Uh, this looks like a an accident photo. Like a like I, I'm shocked that someone put this in their ass. It is uh, comically big. It's like. Uh, it looks like a. It looks like a dinosaur bone. You know what I mean? It does. It does have that shape. It really does. It looks like yeah, but uh, it, what's, it has It'd the be shape a very of a dinosaur expensive bone. Expensive object. Maybe just an, uh, a disgruntled museum worker decided <laughs> on a on on a, on a light shift. A, rec- a rectum weapon. Yeah. So uh, anyway, they they uh, it's huge. It goes all the way up past their. It's like up in their like chest it's gigantic it's comically huge <laughs> all right so zach would you like to read us our answer choices all right these answer choices were written by your very own chat gpt chat gpt 3.5 man i know so answer choice one that chat gpt decided to write a one-of-a-kind silicone vase for holding oddly shaped plants the latest in knuckle cracking technology the rubber fist a cutting-edge physical therapy tool for hand rehabilitation, wow. a novel door stopper designed to catch the attention of guests. <laughs> these are way better, dude. These yeah, are, these it's, are imp- it's, learning. it's learning. Seriously, seriously impressive answer choices. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, the, my, my knowledge of the fact that ChatGPT wrote this is, is going to help my guessing here because okay. – um, I think there's a couple of these that are so weird and out there that I can't possibly imagine anyone but a computer coming up with them, right? 
So, yeah. like, a novel doorstopper designed to catch the attention of guests. That is so obscure, so bizarre. <laughs> There's a 0% chance that you thought of it. So, it is not D. Um, okay. A cutting-edge physical therapy tool for hand rehabilitation. Again, very obscure, very bizarre. I'm going to put a question mark next to that one. I don't hate it. Uh, two. The latest in knuckle-cracking technology, the rubber fist. Fuck off. Zero chance. No way. No way. Dude, that's, 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 that is straight out of, uh, I mean, that's, oh, man, now that I think about it, though, maybe you're just, maybe you're on one today. I don't know. No, I'm saying no. There's no way. The, rub, the rubber fist. Okay. A one-of-a-kind silicone vase for holding oddly shaped plants. That one I like. That one I like. It's not quite weird enough to be, like, computer. It seems like something you could type. It looks a lot like a vase. Um, oddly shaped plants is a funny thing to say. I think that's something you could have thought of. So that is my answer. I'm going sticking with it. A. Answer choice A. The oddly, or the one-of-a-kind silicone vase for holding oddly shaped plants. Well, we will see you next week, folks, on What's in That Ass for episode, hopefully, 17. What's in that Ass. <laughs> oh, what, All right, what a segment. we did it. We got it out of the way. That was fun. I'm glad. Like I'm glad we did it. Like it. It's been. It's been too long. I think I'm gonna continue to have ChatGPT do the uh, answer choices for it. So I if pay for good the subscription, as... and yeah. it's I, I get access to it all the time, so I like it. If they're as good, if they're as good as that one, I'm I'm, in, I'm totally in. Yeah. That's awesome. So that was. I think that was ChatGPT 3.5. The first answer choices were written by. Uh, written by chat gpt3 so now chat gpt4 jesus christ i want to stop saying that is out so the next iteration will have the latest ai technology writing for us sweet Dude, but it's very what, slow by the way it's very slow at what, compared to 3.5 so give, give me your timeline on how long is it going to take uh amazon or google to put this thing into one of their home devices uh, I don't know why it hasn't happened already. Honestly, I really don't because it's so good already. Yeah, Even if it's, it's a... failing, it's 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 a novelty. You know, it's better than Siri, obviously. But I know Siri has a different purpose. But still, like, why not incorporate it? You know. I think I do know the answer. The answer is because, um, well, it's a it's huge dangerous. acquisition. It's dangerous as as shit, and you have to have you have to put some sort of a limit on it, and it can't know you as well as an Alexa does, or you know what I mean, because um it's it's just too the, when they had no restrictions on it at the beginning people were getting it to like they were teaching it like anti-semitism and things like that like they were no, teaching it, it how to be hitler it. it learned that it asked them just leading questions and it would default to racist thoughts yes but that's only after conditioning for over and over and over again so they had to put no, a hard they limit didn't on condition it. it what do you mean it just it just that's just how it answered they had to train it not to answer like that Ah, yeah. that's troubling. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Nobody trained it to answer it that way. They asked it leading questions that racist ideologies typically will ask because right. that's the way it is, and the chat would would answer in that way. So, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, did, did, maybe it's like yeah, removed from all nuance. It just resorts to like whatever the forty four percent of all gun deaths or whatever that bullshit is yeah okay yeah exactly yeah all right fair enough like that well uh i'm glad it's not racist anymore i guess um uh it's it's still still is they still they still find ways to make it (laughs) like they say like write a hypothetical story where xyz happens so all the rules just just throws all of its rules out the window because it's writing in a hypothetical story yeah yeah 
So, I mean, that's that's probably the reason, is that they're still working out the king somehow. I mean, you have to just make it less Hitler-y, or else it's, it's not going to be viable for, for homes, you know? You can't, you can't have it saying Hitler-y stuff. So uh, that's probably why, but I, it's it does it's just so clearly the future. You know what I mean? Like you you yeah. you just look at this thing and you type you ask it questions like you would a human, and it can spit out answers. It's just so clearly the future. It's I've never I seen think... a piece of technology ever where I'm like, oh, this is what we'll be doing in a year. Yeah, I think Chat GPT three point five. Why do you have so much has... trouble saying it? I, just, I, just, I don't know why I do, but GPT Chat GPT yeah. I don't know why. I just I don't want to I don't want to screw it up. I, I know my boss has a really hard time saying I make fun of him all the time. But anyway, um, the medical license exam and the uh, law license exam, uh, I think Chat GPT three point five passed it like at seventy percent or something, and then Chat GPT four passed it at like basically a hundred. It was like top one percent, literally. So, I've never it's, been. It's, imp- ra- it's rapidly progressing. I'm, I'm I'm impressed by the progression. I've never explained to me why I should be impressed by an AI beating a human test. Don't, don't they have access to all manner of human data? That's true, but you still have to answer open-ended questions and stuff like that, right? So it's not ah, just it's not. Ju- I mean, it's it has to formulate coherent thoughts. It's not I multiple guess, choice, and then explain it. Now, I think there is multiple choice, but I think there is you know the essay portions and all that. It was it was better than almost everybody. Okay, that's cool. That's, Got it. That's, okay, yeah, pretty cool. I didn't consider the essay. That's awesome. But dude, I've and been it also using it. proves that it's pulling the correct data because not everything it's it, technically on the internet is true, right? So it knows what is correct and not correct in these situations. I've been using it for for really obscure, weird questions that are hard to Google, and um, mm-hmm. it's I mean, it's perfect. It's so it's it's perfect that it's on Bing because no one gives a two shits about Bing, myself included. But now I'm using Bing quite a bit because it's got ChatGPT right there. It's just loaded into it. So right. um, Microsoft has everything to gain in a situation and nothing to lose because no one gives a fuck about Bing. And if they incorporate that into Google, their service. Why is Google not? I don't understand why they're not. Because it's too dangerous. Google is the platform that everyone uses. They have a lot to lose by introducing ChatGPT. If they, if they have just these wild, outrageous things that you, they can make it say. And they, if, they, if you feed a question to Joe Schmo or Nancy McGee, the 80-year-old woman, and she's like, sees some wild shit, she's like, oh, my God, and suddenly you have controversy. Whereas, again, no one uses fucking Bing. Zero people use Bing. So now that Microsoft has seen a window, hey, who cares if we have controversy? We're Bing. No one cares about I, us. I think I know why. Um, so Google... Its largest revenue generation source is ads, ads. right? Yeah. If you're going to use an AI, at least when I use ChatGPT, because I actually use the, 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 the OpenIO website, I don't use Bing or anything like that, it's going to give you answers, but there's no companies associated with it. It's just text answers. If Google's largest revenue is from ads, from you know selling, you know, okay, we'll put you at the top of the list when you Google, you know, how, what should I eat tonight? Or, you know, whatever. That's a huge threat just right there. But that's why Google is cancer now, and I hate it, and I can't fucking use the ad of the website anymore. It's because true. you get literally like six ads before you see an actual result, and then the results that you get are super targeted also. So the yep. people that people will pay to get their shit higher up, so you see the same five search results for everything that you search, it's bullshit. It reminds me of Reddit a little bit, I gotta be honest. <laughs> Seeing the same thing over and over again. Reddit doesn't, doesn't have the ads problem, or because I pay for Pro, but... I should you stop pay paying for, for Pro. Pro. And you don't use Reddit anymore, hardly. I've been paying. I've been paying for Pro for 
like a decade. I stopped paying for that shit. Who cares? Who cares? Who needs it? Um, what was I getting at? Uh, Google sucks. Yes, Google sucks now. And so being as we post this on YouTube, YouTube's good. Google's bad. Google search result. They need to have serious reform. Or they're going to get stomped in the ass by this ChatGPT thing. And I don't know if it's going to be Bing, but this is it's just so clearly they're stuck in their ways. They, they're they making a ton of money from ads. Everyone, I, I don't know about everyone, but I hate using the service. I am looking for an alternative. And Bing has arrived, and they've given me chat motherfucking GBT. And I can ask it questions like I would ask a human. It's amazing. It's, like the, it's just it's the future, baby. So I'll, I'll give you an example. I was looking for, I didn't know what to, uh, 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 a camera attachment. So the top of the camera has like the square attachment yeah. thing. And I didn't yeah. know what, what that square thing was called. And so, um, and so I, I needed, I didn't need the square piece itself. I needed something to attach to the square to, right. to attach a mic to. It was like very obscure, w- weird question. So I tried to Google it for a second. And I was like, wait a minute. It didn't, nothing came up, obviously Google 18 ads and then zero <laughs> results. And then I went to ChatGPT and I was like, uh, what is the square thing at the top of the camera uh, called, comma, not that, not the attachment part, but the attachee part? And it yeah. was like, I think you might be referring to this, question mark? And I was like, this, this is the coolest thing. It's so it's because cool. It's, it said, um, I think you might be referring to this, and it put a question mark because it wasn't sure. And I yeah. said, and I said that's close. However, I'm referring to the piece that attaches to that part. And it said, "Oh, you're thinking of this." And it said with, <laughs> with complete certainty, and it was. That's exactly what I was thinking of. So I was able to it's, order the little piece it's offline. So cool. It's so cool because the search engine, it's all, it's all on you, right? But with AI, ninety percent of the work, or ninety nine percent of the work, is on the actual AI, right? So all the work is offloaded to them to come up with a coherent, concrete answer or sentence or explanation or whether whether it's google you just sit there and like okay i need the xyz no that's not it i need xyz plus this no that's Ugh. not an xyz and then you have to using and quotes and, and all that shit right exactly it. exactly so yeah, you, that's a really good point not something i considered so yeah it's the future absolutely i love google it. is I cancer i hate it i love youtube google is cancer i mean uh youtube is getting sw- switched up to the ceo just stepped down or, or retired or whatever so we might see really? big changes over there who knows? Wow. Um, but Google is 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 the worst. I hate it, and I hope that Microsoft has the foresight to just say we're doing this because it's the future, man. It's so clear. If Google cannot adapt to this technology, they will die. That is my yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. It's going to happen in the next five years, if not or sooner. I would say in the next two or less. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting oh, stuff, yeah. folks. It is. It is. Use it. If anybody that hasn't used it that's watching, and I doubt it. Uh, because nobody's watching, just try it out. Just, <laughs> just, just try it out. Just go try out ChatGPT, AI, Bing, whatever. It's all. It's if all you want it, just give it a shot. So don't pay a, for it. Do not pay for do it. Do not pay you for it. There's, there's, there's. I think there's a like a, an actual app for ChatGPT, but I use the Bing app, so that's why I had it on my phone. I just because it, it's got this the, the Bing search, and then there's a little uh, question mark or a little chat box right next to it. So you yeah, click yeah. the box, and that's how you get to GPT. Huh. Okay. I'll have to try that out. But yeah, it's, it's, it's great to have on your phone. Fun stuff, man. I'm, I'm, that, that, again, there's very few things that I look forward to like this. I mean, it's just, it's so clearly the future. It's it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. It is All right, amazing. I want to mention real quick before we get into the, uh, the, big, the, big, the big thing. I went to go see a, a little movie called Bo is Afraid. Have you heard of this? Bo is Afraid? No, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, B-E-A-U. About... It is the same, it's, it's a... It's a basically an opus 
from the director of Hereditary and Midsummer. So Ari Aster. I haven't seen either of those. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm talking to the wrong guy. I keep forgetting this. But anyway, um, uh, he's he's an excellent horror director. Hereditary is one of my all time favorite movies. This movie was um, it's three hours long, and it is. Are movies getting longer? Yes, it's a problem. Why is that? It's a problem. Our attention spans are getting shorter. TikToks are getting shorter, and movies <laughs> are getting longer. It makes no sense to me. But uh, like this, this you could so easily have cut out. 20 30 minutes and you wouldn't have to like i I was like this just pick it up pick it up pick up the pace dude it's slow it's really abstract and tough to wrap your head around it's a why'd you go see it because i love the director okay i I love his previous two movies are excellent and uh awesome horror movies there's there's a couple horror horror elements in this but it's mostly just like really really abstract and tough to tough to enjoy i'll say it's a it's a difficult movie i do not recommend it i don't think i mean i i there's have you heard of the metric called cinema score Mm, loosely yeah it's a it's a it's a company that goes to um screenings of movies on opening nights and they ask the people walking out of the screenings what they thought of it a through f yeah. And so what they're, they're, they're asking the people so it's like that are polling for voting basically. Exactly. But they're asking the people that are the most into the idea of going to see the movie because of their opening weekend. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. This is it's predicted to get an F cinema score. I, I, I would, I would not be surprised if it did because what was the budget? Uh, it's easily a 24's biggest budget and it's, uh, a hundred percent. I think it's like twice as much as his his last movie. I mean, they 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 just love him and they are willing to they're willing to finance his thing. It's not going to make its money back. There's zero chance. Wow. Guess what it has on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I'm sure it's high on Rotten Tomatoes. The Cinema Score is totally different. Cinema Score is like people. Or Rotten Tomatoes is like critics. Um, I'm going to guess I'm... 76, 84, 70, 74, 74. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, pe- critics are going to blow him for making this artistic masterpiece but the fans are going to hate it i think i just the theater that I, I went to an early screening yesterday and uh when, when i was walking out like the people around were like um what did you guys think <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's it's uh... a challenging film it is a challenging movie so, has it even dropped yet technically no it no i got an early screening yeah how did you get that I just walked in. You, you, they they do these pretty what do you frequently. Mean you walked in. I bought a ticket and walked in. You just have to oh, know. So you, okay, so you you bought a ticket. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, I had a suggestion from okay. last episode. Okay. The suggestion was uh, Waco and uh, God. What's the subtitle? Waco Apocalyptic uh, Earth. David David Koresh's compound. We go fucking drink the Kool-Aid, you pussy. Uh, what's it called? Uh, American Apocalypse. American Waco, Apocalypse. Waco, <clears throat> So I suggested a, uh, a a short miniseries called Waco American Apocalypse. This was... <laughs> it is a, um, uh, a three-episode Netflix documentary about the Waco incident that happened in... Insert date year. I don't actually know the date. Do you? Uh, it was in 1993, I believe, but I don't know the year. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. It's in 1993, but you don't know the year? 
Uh, I mean the day, the the, the day. Like, oh yeah, who could see each happen? Ninety three. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah. Ninety three is a. Uh, it sounds about right. Before either yeah. of us were born. Yeah. Fair. But for the folks at home who don't know, who is David Koresh? David Koresh is a member of the uh, Branch Davidians. Uh, he ended up being the leader. I actually didn't know this going into the uh, the little uh, Netflix miniseries. Um, the Branch Davidians existed since like the '30s, apparently. Uh, in that location, uh, but he became their leader over time. It's kind of weird how his name was David, though. That's exactly it was, what I was going to say. I thought it was named after him. Yes. Like, oh, it's it's David Crash, and they're the, the Davidians. But it was already the Davidians before. It's just him. a wild Did he coincidence. His name? No, I'm. I, I think it was just a coincidence. David is obviously a Bible Bible-y name, so that's probably the reason. That he yeah, was named David, but it's yeah. uh, it's a weird coincidence that they are the Branch Davidians, and he became the leader of this cult. It's pretty huh. fascinating. It's just a cosmic irony or something or coincidence. That is so Waco, crazy to me. Waco is is fascinating as a as a city because I never spend any time there. I drive through it every single time I go to Austin, so I, I, I'm very familiar with you know it's got Baylor, but like what is Waco really known for? It's known for Magnolia, Baylor. 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 Uh, the Dr. Pepper Museum, and this, yeah. <laughs> and this. This That's is right. this is like it's tentpole. When people think of Waco, they think cults, and then uh, <clears throat> it's not Magnolia <laughs> or Baylor; it's the cult. <clears throat> so this was. Jeez, <clears throat> milk. No, I'm still just a little bit sick. These. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Um, wow, anyway, I did not go ahead. realize this. There was in 1990, which would have been the round time around the time of the Waco siege. Uh, there was 103,000 people living in Waco. How many? I know you hate this game, but I'm going to oh, ask God, you anyway. How many people do you think live in Waco today? 75 million. 75. God, just give me something that's just reasonable. Just don't do it. We've had this whole thing. We've had this whole dialogue oh, so many times. God. Who cares? Just so there's tell a, me. There's only 138,000 people that live in Waco. Wait, so, so it doubled? Since no, then? it didn't. It only it barely even went up by thirty thousand over yeah. thirty years. Because because Waco is a horrible place. It's a drive-through <laughs> city. Think, like Baylor, Baylor has exploded in popularity. It's huge now. the t- The population of Texas is grow. It's grown the most since nineteen ninety than any state in the union. But Waco has only gone up by thirty thousand people. That seems kind of weird to me. Waco sucks. No one, no one likes Waco. It, 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 I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it will eventually do the the Central Texas boom thing that that everything else in this in this state of ours has. But um, it sucks. I mean, Waco's Waco blows. It's a perfect place for a cult. It's a perfect place <laughs> to set up your roots if you're if you're trying to like you know. It is it, it is really interesting that this cult existed before this guy came through, but he radicalized these people and convinced all of them that he was the. Uh, second coming a literal like tether to god and yeah. um and he i i think that, that there's there's a big debate in the documentary speaking of which what do you think of the documentary itself i thought it was good i agree i liked it a lot yeah i, I thought i thought the documentary was good it, it presented it really well and i i enjoyed the story so there's a there's an interesting debate among the people that they interviewed because they interviewed people that were involved uh directly they interviewed mm-hmm. the fbi there's like a, they interview the, um, they interview a sniper and then one of the FBI like uh, hostage negotiation people. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. and then they interview a bunch of the Davidians. So it's it's really cool to see the different perspectives. Which were surprisingly young to me for this happening in 1993. It's like they're like not that old. Well, they were six when it happened, so they're they're in their 30s now. No, well, that one girl that they interviewed had already had children at that time. Hmm. The Kathy, or what's her name? The crazy lady. I guess, I yeah, yeah. I apologize, Kathy. I just think oh, you no, were that, uh, that bitch a little is bit unhinged. <laughs> I was watching it with Chase, and she was like, no, Kathy, don't say what I think you're going to say. And then she would, she just, it just got worse. It was just, like, crazy. It's, it's so, okay, so <clears throat> one of these people, Kathy, is, she starts off as, like, a, what I thought was, what I thought she was doing was trying to put us in the head that she was in the headspace that she was in back in the day, but it turns out she's still in that headspace. She's still, yeah, she, she, she still is. is is on the side of the Davidians and thought that um, that the, this whole thing was a farce and that these people shouldn't have come to their home. And she was like, you know, she she, she was already an adult at that point, right? She was the one that came out for her kid, wasn't she? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So she was one of the few people that survived this thing, and. Um, I don't know. So, for the folks at home who don't know, like, what was what was the whole whole situation? Give us give us an outline. So, essentially, Branch Davidians <laughs> were a uh, cult that basically, or a religious organization that believed that David Koresh was the second coming of Christ. Uh, he was preaching specific texts and teachings to his people, uh, and I can't. I actually don't know the population of the uh, of the uh, Branch Davidians that when this happened. Do you know how many people were there? There must have been at least 160, maybe 200. Okay. It's not so worth looking up, yeah. Okay, so there's probably 200 people. But anyway, um, they were uh, thinking that one of the teachings was that, uh, I guess, the federal government uh, was eventually going to come after them and kill them all. And then they would, you know, end up on the other side and, and you know, be great and then come back down and save the world, I think, is, is what happened. There'd be a second the, coming and they would save the world. But Interestingly were, enough, sorry to interrupt, uh, the... the um, the part of it was erupting in flames, so they they were to burn to the ground and then be reborn and to take the yeah. holy army to whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that's right. So, um, doing all this, what they were doing is uh, they were stockpiling weapons um, in the somewhere in the compound. They were they had thousands of rounds of ammunition, um, and what they claim, the ATF claims, is that they had multiple. Uh, semi-automatic, uh, ri- not semi-automatic, automatic rifles, machine guns, uh, grenades, and stuff like that. So one day a UPS driver, I believe, or FedEx, dropped off a delivery or a package, and a hand grenade happened to fall out of the package. And that UPS driver, FedEx driver, told, uh, I think, the sheriff or the police or whatever, and then after that the ATF opened an investigation. Uh, and that's kind of when the fun began. Yes. I didn't miss anything on that, did I? No, it's perfect. That's 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 your setup. And so then the ATF stakes out this place, and they are intending to do a surprise. They get a search warrant, and they are mm-hmm. intending to do a surprise raid on the place to see what they have. And because it's, oh, it's the illegal, coincidence right? on this raid is insane. It's actually it's crazy. wild. So um, <laughs> this is. I mean, it, it's it's like out of a movie. It's crazy. So they they're 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 gearing up to do this raid, and a reporter from WACF or whatever bullshit Waco gets wind, catches wind that they are doing this raid, right? So he, uh, on the way to the compound to to get footage of, of this raid, gets lost and doesn't no know cell where phones. to go. No cell phones. This is, this is the 90s, baby. So he gets lost, so he asks a local uh, mailman. He's like, how do I get to the, the Branch Davidian compound? And he's like, 
Like, well, he's, the mailman's like, oh, yeah, it's that way, but why? Why do you ask? And he's like, well, the ATF is doing a raid today. And the mailman's like, oh. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. <laughs> Turns out the mailman is a fucking Davidian. So he yep. goes and warns uh, Koresh and all of his goons, and you can see, um, you can see, or, or, is uh, that uh, wild? There's a hundred thousand plus people that live in Waco at this time. He yeah. worked for the federal post office, <laughs> and he just happens to be the guy that the reporter asks, "Hey, where's this place at?" And the guy is literally a Davidian. That's just the coincidence <laughs> level. There is just it blows my mind. Anyway, go ahead. That one fuck up caused like everything. Close to hundred lives. Yeah. Everything. That's, that's literally that one fuck up caused literally all of this to happen. It's really amazing. So that, and it's I mean, because the, the ATF tipped the news organization because they wanted the coverage. That's just great. It's just classic <laughs> hubris, dude. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, uh, so I love stupid. stuff like that. So anyway, uh, the, 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 the man was like, oh, Jesus Christ. It goes back and warns Koresh. And then to hear, they interview someone on the inside who saw like the, the color drain out of Koresh's face. And he's, he's like, it's happening. This is it. This is what we've been talking about. And so yeah. they fucking gear up, dude. They get all the people and just go go to the go to the weapon vault and just hand every man and able bodied child basically a, a a machine gun and tell them they're coming. So um, the ATF gets word that they fucking know they're coming. Which this again, the entire point of this thing was a surprise raid. The element yep. of surprise is huge in this in this uh, in this operation. Yeah, that way they can't get all their arms. They can't arm yes. themselves. They have, they have an untold number of fully automatic weapons in there. And so the ATF's like, well, we lost the element of surprise. And then our our main guy, one of the ATF dudes, is like, we need to call this off. We need to regroup and figure this out. Like, we're, the, the operation is, was dependent on the element of surprise. We are now an entirely We lost it. Game. It was over. Yeah. It's over. So um, that ain't what happened. One of the, some higher up bigwig at the ATF was like, nope, this is still happening. We're still doing this. And um, uh, so stupid, just so stupid. These hubris again, thing. hubris again. Yes, we can take them. Fuck, who, who cares about these people? Like, we're the ATF. We don't lose. And then um, they they learn that they have like you know they're they're armed and ready to go, and they still do the raid, and they get their asses handed to them. I want to know who shot first. Flops. I want to know who shot first. So the the ATF guy said for sure it wasn't them, but I don't know. I don't I wanna know. know. I want to know. I just want to know. It just it just would help me to uh, to know. I feel like, like who, it was the who shot first. I wouldn't. I would. I would be surprised, dude. I mean, um, I mean, the, the, I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I should, if I should, should, if I should, but I do trust that ATF guy. Like everything that he said, I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I just why they should have. I mean, they were. I don't understand why. The reporter, they don't show that scene when the first shot goes out. Because obviously you would be able to get a pretty good idea of, of who shot first from watching that initial footage. He was standing right there. You know? Interesting. Good point. I don't know why they don't show that. It makes no sense to me. So, was anyway, he standing just... right there for the raid? Like He was yeah, standing he was. right there, and then the shots, and he dove behind that bus, and that's when the, that's when he left, basically. And it became literal warfare. It became a he fucking was... war zone. Yeah, it, it was... It was, it was yeah, I, I thought one of the little things that popped up on the bottom and said largest gunfight on u.s soil since the civil war like that's a that's a that's a big gunfight like this that's is a massive gunfight it's probably 200 atf versus 200 armed davidians like that's a lot of weapons that's a yes. lot of weapons so uh 
basically the ATF gets their asses kicked and they decide to fall back and regroup, which they should have done as soon as they heard the words that, that, that they knew they were coming. Um, right. So they, they do that at that point and they have four dead, um, four, four, four officers dead. I think there's one ble- bleeding and dying on the inside. Yeah. So, uh, and go in, and inside the compound. So yeah. then it starts with, or then, then they go to, they're like, oh, fuck, well, that was, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that was pretty bad. So then they regroup and, um, and they, they establish a line of communication with, with Koresh. All right. Who's been shot. And, um, they, they start a dialogue. Basically, the hostage negotiator guy comes in and, they fly him in from, I think, L.A., some, like, somewhere like Yeah, he's that. part of some team or something, if I remember right. Yeah. It's crazy uh, how long this goes on from this point. So, so basically, at, 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 at that point, it goes on for, I can't remember how, it's 45 days or something? Or do I have that right? It starts on, it's I almost writing two the dates down. March yes, I think it's the 45 days. March 4th, March the 29th, uh, February the 19th. F- 51 days. Yeah, 51 almost days two months. this goes on. Uh, so that's that's literally day one of this conflict, and there's another fifty days after this. Like that's it's crazy, it's crazy, and so um, it, it word gets out that the ATF just got royally fucked, and then uh, also that there's just this huge developing story, and so then the media comes in in droves, and the ATF contacts the FBI for assistance. I thought it was weird that this there was. Okay, I understand the initial media, but I thought it was weird that there continued to be so much video and picture coverage, even in the interrogation rooms. Like, the FBI was being filmed when they were on the phone. Like, I, so I this, don't understand why. I can only assume that this is that, that was filmed for, because I, I had the same thought, I, I can only assume that that was filmed for their own records and it was recently declassified. And Because the, the, one of the big pulls of this documentary was that there's never before seen footage. So right. it's been whatever 30 years since this happened. So they're like, you know, release the footage. It, it's not like it's, it's, uh, it's, not like, it's not making them look worse than they already did, you know? Right, the exactly. Footage, but it's, the, it's just crazy. Like, you've got, you've got footage from inside the compound. You've got footage from the news crew the entire time that this is happening. They literally have the entire initial gunfight yep. captured, which is wild to me. And then they've got footage from the FBI at the time doing all of their interrogation recordings and all that stuff. Like, that's, that's, just, that's just – I mean, this is the 90s. Cameras weren't super, super common, but everything is recorded. So I just thought – I think part of that is because of, of, of the media circus that it became. It became yeah, such a national story, and every single news organization was there. Well, can I mean, you imagine just... if that happened today? It'd be insane, too. It'd oh, be, my it'd God. Be cr- can you, it'd be 24-7 coverage, literally. They'd have its own dedicated, after 51 days, you're going to yeah. have a, your own dedicated channel, literally, multiple. Well, if it happened today, it would not have lasted 51 days. It would have lasted one day. I think. It, it, like, yeah, there's a lot of circumstances that that led to that. No, no, no. no. So let's 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 actually this this is a fun thought experiment, right? So yeah. let's say that the same let's say the same exact thing, the same exact uh, start happens, meaning right. the mail mail driver, everything happens. They're alerted. The element of surprise is lost, and they continue to do it anyway, and they get their asses kicked. From that point, I think the government has such insane drone technology and stuff that they could pick them out of the sky from like miles away or I don't know. What do you think? What, what, what would be I, different? I don't, I don't think there's anything that you could do differently. I, I really don't. I think that honestly, um, 
if the negotiations continued like they were, which they seem to continue to regularly get out more and more and more people um, until basically the FBI come in, came in and strong-armed them, I, I think that it would have mostly resolved peacefully. I think you would have got a majority of the children out. Um, I think you got would have got a majority of the members out. I'm sure David Koresh would have tried to fulfill his teaching and would have stayed to the bitter end no matter what or died out but I, I i do think it would be relatively the same um if 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 the preceding events occurred they lost the element of surprise somebody was tipped off they did an initial raid um i i, I do i really do what do you think i don't know well there's no, there's really not just because you have drones and technology doesn't mean that anything fundamentally changes you still have to have a line of communication yeah. um even if you take out as let's see 50 percent of the people are at windows with guns and you take all of them out uh, you still got the other half in there with children. So does that really solve anything? Not really. That's a good point. So, a good point. Um, and, there's, and there's also the, just the, the constant threat now, in hindsight is twenty twenty, but the threat of, of, of the fire and, and right. just taking everyone out with them, this, the mass suicide that happened. Do you or think was that they started, the I, they so, started the fire? So here's the thing. This is We're, we're jumping to the end here, but know, spoiler okay. alert, the, the, place, the place burns to the ground with 80 people in it, including like 25 children. So yeah. super fucked up, and it's, it was filmed from like all angles when this was happening. Um, but my entire Which is life, crazy to see. It's crazy to see. It's wild. And then you all sit these, there, yeah. And you just you just watch it, like okay, there's smoke in that corner, and then you're like, okay, there's you know whatever, fifty, a hundred people in there. I don't remember. Okay, there's that that corner is on fire now. You're clearly on fire. And then okay, that that half of the building's on fire. There's a lot of smoke. Yeah. Other people are going to come out. They're going to really come out. Everybody was, everybody's saying they're going to come out. You guys, they had a speaker playing. Hey, you guys, just come out. Come, come out. I won't shoot you. The We're place not is on fire. You. Yeah. And then half of the building's on fire. And like, okay, there's not much left in there. It's got to be really smoky. These guys got to come out. They have to be coming out. And then the whole thing is on fire, collapsing. And nobody, like three people came out. It's it's crazy yes. to me. It's absolutely crazy. So here's, here's, so my entire life, I've heard that the FBI started the fire. Have heard you heard that too. narrative? Yes. Actually, I, I was going to mention this. I watched a, a documentary that was on Netflix like two years ago probably about the same thing. And it's really? extremely slanted towards the ATF start of fire. Really? Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that going in. I really did. I thought that that was just the explanation. Like they used tear gas. Tear gas is naturally incendiary. It started the fire. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was an intention. So the, the, the argument that I'd always heard was that the FBI did it intentionally. No, no, I don't, I don't, well, they say they did it intentionally, they did it knowing that it would start a fire. I did not, okay, so that's, that's, using that's, the tear gas. okay, that's not what I had heard, the narrative that I'd heard was that they did it intentionally to drive the people out, but from right. watching this, again, I'm very susceptible, I think, to uh, the narrative of a, of a documentary, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I recognize that about myself, when someone tells me a thing in a documentary, I'm like, that's probably the fact, but I just believed the hell out of the ATF guy who said, like, watch the footage. The fire starts from inside at three different places at the same time. Like, we didn't do that shit. There's literally, a, like, an overhead shot of, of the fire going... Boom, boom, boom. Actually, that might, that might have been recreated. Um, speaking of which, uh, if you're going to do recreations, do them, do them like this documentary did. I think they, they yeah, were they tasteful, tasteful as fuck, yeah. If you watch the, the, the video of the fire, it really seems to start on one side and make its way through though i know you said that if you watch it like watch the watch the footage like it starts in three different places but it really and maybe that i could be wrong but it really seems to start in one corner and just 
it makes it it kind of just slowly moves to the entire which is a huge complex completely made of wood but so the 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 fire is interesting obviously or who started it is interesting but i think one of the biggest um arguments against the atf or the fbi starting the thing is that they didn't fucking come out yeah they didn't they come did. out they, they could didn't. have come out they could have and they didn't so it seems to me that's a that's a that's a uh, that leans me towards them wanting to die and doing a, a suicidal ritual type thing. Right, and I'm not, I'm not saying the ATF started on purpose. I never have thought that. Um, okay, I don't. I do think that there is a high likelihood that because it's a wooden structure, um, completely it's just plywood, and you're throwing tear gas, which is incendiary, uh, not supposed to start fires, but it uses a flame to expel the tear gas. It uses heat. Um, so I do think there's a strong likelihood that shooting tear gas into a wooden structure could lead to fire. Okay. Interesting. Actually, I, did, I, I think it, I mean, can you imagine you, I mean, you'd have to be a really dark person to try to start that up intentionally, but like watching that is just like, it's brutal. Oh man. I just knowing that there's, that there's, out. and I actually, I didn't know. I, I, I watched that documentary a couple of years ago, the original, and I didn't remember that literally almost nobody came out. I don't, and yeah. they didn't set it up that way at all. And maybe they didn't have that footage. That's the reasoning. The footage here is just mind blowing. It's really, really amazing. But yeah, it's, it, it, I just don't, I don't buy it. I mean, if it, it could have been unintentional, like you said, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't, and I don't, I just, I, I see it more likely, in my opinion, is that they did it because they start the thing off with him saying that the prophecy is that they're going to burn and come back from heaven and, and lead God's army, but they're going to right. burn away from this earth. So, right. like, is it a wild coincidence that this shit started and they, they sat and let themselves be burned? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a crazy one. It is definitely a crazy one. Good old yeah. David Koresh. What a guy! What a guy! Hey, he's he's got some he's got some solid points. I was thinking about becoming a Davidian myself. <laughs> Branch Davidian. I, yeah. So I, one thing about this documentary is I really like the way they presented it because you had the FBI, the, the top guys. Then you had the interrogator or the uh, conflict resolution guy, and you could obviously tell there was a rift between those guys. And then you had the the on the ground uh, FBI guy or ATF guy that was like a sniper or something. You could tell there was a rift between him and the hostage negotiators, but they all were talking independently. So they didn't know that. And then you had a couple of the Davidians. So I thought that the way they did the interviews really tied the whole thing together, gave you a lot of points of view. Um, and it kind of created some internal battling the whole time, which was, it, it, it was, it was interesting to watch. So it's I, fantastic. I really I mean, that's what a documentary that. should be is they, they don't take a side and say, this is what, this is the, what, you know, what the thing is. They give you all sides of the thing. Including, They're extremely impartial. Yeah. In, including an insane woman who still believes that the Davidians were correct. Like she was, she was there and she believes that they are correct. And that believes that the ATF, I kept waiting for her to say, but now that I'm not crazy, I don't think that, but it never, never happened. happened. <laughs> Do you think that uh, when the sniper um, Love that part. was sitting there and he was looking at David, do you think that he would should have killed him? And if he should have, what do you think would have happened at that point? Do you think it would just have been resolved? I do think it would have been resolved. That There's no chance in hell that they kill kill themselves at that point, in my opinion. I think if, if their leader dies, I don't think there's any chance that they do the suicide option. They, they right. I bet you they might 
there's there's a, probably a few of them that would want to go down in, the, in, a, in a blaze of glory like shooting but i think they could have been easily outdone and and just you know if you yell at people it's so i mean throughout history if you kill the leader the the thing just fumbles the battle right. the the right. war everything yeah. everything fumbles there's I no agree. you I, have to happen the same just yes. really capitulated immediately so to to they they for the folks at home they they interview one of the snipers who literally had Koresh in his in his scope. He's like easiest shot of my life. I could have done it. Like I could have shot a, a dime at that range. And they had him pointed at his forehead for just for like a moment in time. This is right before the whole big suicide thing happened. And he said, right. I, I I I I know that I shouldn't have done it in hindsight because I didn't have the order to. He said he would have gone to jail had he done that. Um, which it seems weird to me, but he didn't have the order. I guess it, it would have been murder. Uh, so he said, I, I could have gone to jail. I would have gone to jail for it. I, I still don't think it was the right thing to do, but I think about that every single day. <laughs> He's like, I still I think about it not. constantly. He probably would have saved a hundred lives. Literally a hundred lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. crazy to think about it. The other thing that, I mean, I, not that I see it from the point of view of the Davidians, but I can empathize a little bit. One time, whenever they were doing the hostage negotiations and they brought in those uh, half tracks or whatever, and they literally just rolled over all their so personal stupid. cars, like, and and the hostage negotiators were so upset when they found out yes. because they ruined all the good face that they they literally just rolled over all of his cars. Like, why? Why, why did you need so to do that? So fucking stupid. So there's so much of this entire conflict can be boiled down to bad communication and, like, mm -hmm. there's just no goodwill between the two uh, mm -hmm. agencies. The hostage yeah. negotiators are making real progress and they all the tapes the are recorded. Time. The whole They're making time. real progress. They're sending kids out two by two, like Noah's Ark is what he said, two by two, and That's they're right. getting... They're getting they saved like I don't know how many people, dozens of kids. Just they're, they're yep. like, all right, David, give us two more, and we'll 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 air your bullshit broadcast on, on the fucking thing. So they were and negotiating, they yeah. and they did it, and they saved tons of lives, right? Yep. And then the FBI just comes in and tries to strong arm the situation without consulting the negotiation team, and because they they, they want it to be done, and they don't they don't, they're not trying to sit around for another. It's been like a, a month. I get it, but. You're just they're they're just they're destroying. They're like making you said. measurable, continued progress. They're, and, yes. and also the whole entire time, David Crash is it has a bullet wound and he's getting care via garlic. And they knew this because the, they sent the lawyer in there, and the lawyer's like it smelled awful in this yeah. place. If so it's they like rotting just flesh. Yeah, literally. If they would have yeah. just waited, the guy would have probably gone septic or gotten to a certain point where he just wasn't going to make it anymore. They would have capitulated, but they. Uh, I, I just—it's so frustrating. That, that part—that part actually made me angry. I was like, "What are you doing?" Like it's when they so, showed the so video of them just rolling a tanks over all their personal cars. Like, why? What are you doing? It's insane. <laughs> what are you doing? It's completely insane. And there's a what was the other thing that they did? They they did the uh, the Guantanamo shit where they put like a giant speaker and just yeah. just, oh, just did a hard loop of of like twenty four hours of just. Music a, a car beeping, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, just shit like that, and it's just like a, or, or it was like a, a cat being or a bunny being skinned. The, the right. audio of, and a, the of whole, an animal. The, they did that at the same time that David Crash claimed to be writing his little. Yes, I don't know what it is. So he, once he completed it, then they would they would leave. But it's, at the same time, you're doing that. You 
uh, it's just that really made me upset. It's insane. Like, what are you guys doing? It's it really it really just it's just failure on all fronts of as a government. You it's have to unify your people. It's it's hubris. fucking hubris. It's like the third <laughs> like time word. Good we, word. third time they use it this this ever. It's it's just it's just so it's like macho man fucking chef puffy bullshit. It's just mm-hmm. awful and it it costs a lot of people their lives. So yep. I mean yep. fuck fuck the FBI for that shit. I mean, the hostage negotiators yep. were, were were doing really well. It was the FBI, not not the ATF, that made those decisions. For the record, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, and uh, it just made me upset. It just yeah, I, I think people. the whole thing. <laughs> I think the whole thing could have oh. been resolved peacefully. Here's another great, great little moment. So fucking stupid. Just the dumbest thing ever. This the the first lady to come out for her kids. Yeah. So her kids are out oh here. Oh my have, god, this is dude, so. stupid. Stupid. They have a uh, they have a uh, a direct line with Koresh and or, and she's talking to this lady because her kids are out and she's right. like uh, they, they they say you know these kids your son would really love uh, a hug from his mommy right now he's mm-hmm. he, you know he's not doing he's 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 lonely out here so she's like mm-hmm. I as much as I want to be here with David I want my you know I need to go be there with my kids right right she comes out they hand her her kid she gets fifteen minutes of playtime. And then they fucking arrest her. They arrest her. On TV. On TV. Publicly arrest her and take her to fucking jail. And so, so the Koresh is like, why would any of us come out if you're going to put us in prison? Are you are you stupid? Like, even the tone of his voice was like, what are you, what what, what was the thing? It's just, oh, God. It, it's it, like, why? What is the thinking? It's It's just insanity. Yep. It's, it's stupid. It's stupid. The whole. Was that an FBI decision? It was, right? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Yeah. The ATF gets blamed for a lot of this, and they rightfully should, because they obviously sort of fell back and not done the surprise raid whenever 50% of that was gone, because there was no surprise. It was just a raid at that point. But I think the FBI, the, the guys at the top, really were instrumental in royally screwing that entire thing up. They just continued to do it. They just continued to do it. And I'll give it the hand to the hostage negotiators. They did a really good job. The entire thing, they were extremely yes. level-headed, but they were overruled every single time with everything they did literally so they must have I, I really hope that the branches of whatever law enforcement learn from this incident and train about it now and like they have to have better communication I mean, it's, it's like a a cliche in in, in a, a crime like csi type shows where like oh the fucking feds are here like the you know the csi and the fbi don't like each other they had they actually right. had a line in this documentary about like where uh, the FBI and the C or the FBI and the ATF are like brothers. They don't always get along, but they always have each other's back. You know, right. that's that's what the guy said. So I mean, I guess, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it was just yep. it's just it's a, it's, it's an immense failure of government. A fascinating documentary, a fascinating time capsule to something that's just a, a really interesting piece of history. It's a it's a cult story. It's a but it's mostly just a a logistical failure from our governments and it's fascinating to see unfold never before seen footage highly recommend the documentary over such a long period of time over such a long period of time they have so many opportunities to so many opportunities to write the ship and they just continued to just dump water in bad decision <laughs> after bad decision after bad decision it's, it's brutal it was awful Anyway, I, anybody that hasn't watched it, I highly recommend that you do. Um, it's it's a really good uh, documentary that takes uh, views from every single angle. It's pretty darn impartial. Uh, like I said, one of them that I would watch previously is very, very, very heavy into that the ATF started this fire and is their fault, blah, 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 blah. But this one does it very, very well. So highly recommended. Definitely should watch it. Waco American Apocalypse. Oh, I, I wanted to mention before, before we... Two thumbs up for our thumbs up rating. 
Totally agree. Um, wanted to mention before we before we close out here that this is the best type of documentary series on Netflix because they get to the fucking point, and it's three episodes long. And they they well, I wrote in my little review letterbox no always. Yeah, they get to the point, they stay in the pocket, and they get the fuck out. It's literally, yeah. it's just it's balls to the wall. There's no there's none of this like. This is how this person that we're going to hear interviewed grew up. This is how they grew up. Like, it's just straight. It, episode one starts and the, the conflict is starting. It's great. It's, the, yep. it's what I want to see in a documentary. I watch it from start Love to finish. It. And I don't usually do that with documentaries. Usually yeah. I'll space it out. I watch this one completely through in one sitting, which I recommend because it makes you tie everything to, together a lot better. So I did the same thing. Watch it's it, not, it, watch it's it 90 minutes. It's like a movie. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. Well, that brings us to the suggestion for next episode. Zach, what do you got? Um, so I uh, have a one of my favorite financial movies. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this before, Harvey. It's called The Big Short. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Big Short uh, came out in, I don't know, 2015 maybe. Uh, goes over the lead up uh, and kind of a little bit during the 2008 financial crisis and what uh, – what kind of uh, happened there, what went into it, and how some of the uh, the players in the 2008 financial crisis, kind of like a an inside story. It's kind of like a mockumentary, maybe. I don't really know um, if that's the right wording. But anyway, it goes through 2008. It's got Steve Carell in it. Uh, I don't Bradley know. They've Cooper. Got a, uh, Bradley Cooper. Uh, the other guy. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, lots of uh, – oh, who's the guy that plays uh, – Batman in the Dark Knight. Uh, yes, Christian Bale. He kills it. Yeah, Christian it. Bale. He's awesome in this. It's all really good. Uh, it's kind of a different role for Steve Carell. I think he's uh, pretty fresh off of The Office uh, during this time, so he's trying to, to get into different, more dramatic roles. Anyway, the movie, the story, everything is great about this movie. If you've never seen it, watch it. Uh, and if you do want to watch it along with us, uh, be ready for uh, two weeks because that's what we're going to be watching, the big short. Shouts out, dude. I love this movie. I'm excited. Awesome. All right. We appreciate you guys. Sorry for the audio technical things. It will probably keep happening. So we love your support. <laughs> um, I, I do say, I, I want to say probably bef like maybe before this is posted, but definitely this this coming week, I'm going to start posting clips. So once that happens, I'll, I'll do a couple posts about it. We would love your support. Share clips around. Double tap like them on TikTok because that is going to help grow the pod. Uh, we love you. Thank you. Closing yep. remarks. Thanks, everybody. All right, bye. Nothing, nothing. Have a good week. Bye, everybody.